Hello and a warm welcome to the first episode of our podcast in 2024. My name is Niklas Siemer and I'm product specialist for SAP Business Technology Platform and I'm happy that I will be your host for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. This is our January episode number 103 of SAP BDP Talk and even if the January is already nearly over, I want to wish you Happy New Year and all the best for 2024 on the behalf of the whole podcast team, my co-host Gaurav and myself. But before we start with this episode, I want to announce a little thing. Even before I got the opportunity to being a host in this podcast series, Hannah Salomon was a host of our show for a long time together with Gaurav. We want to thank you, Hannah, for all her work and effort running this podcast series with passion. She now moved over to other responsibilities and will no longer be a host of our show. We wish her all the best for her new task and opportunities. And from now on, you as our listeners, you will have Gaurav and myself as hosting duo of this show. But now let's start and hear what topics we bring into your head with this episode. First, we will talk about an extract of great roadmap items from SAP Business Technology Platform. Second, the customer story of the month, today about Eneco. And as always, we close with the interview. Today with me is Frank Jensch, pro project lead for SAP BTP ABAP environment. And together we're going to explore the world of ABAP within SAP BTP. So let's go. Let me dive into the words news section and see what roadmap items we've picked this time. Please be aware that roadmap information is under a disclaimer and not guaranteed to be fulfilled. First roadmap item of today is around SAP Datasphere. There will be a stacking of analytics models available to reuse analytics models in other analytic models. This enables central definitions of measures and same definitions across consuming views for consistency and a central change management. The next roadmap item is around SAP AI Core. AI Core will streamline the integration of large language models with the first wave of generative AI capabilities. This leads to access to large language models from different providers using SAP AI Core as a centralized access point. One benefit of this is the compliant and secure access to LLMs tailored for SAP landscapes. Third roadmap item of today, very sweet and short, is from SAP Integration Suite. There will be a Microsoft 365 SharePoint adapter for Microsoft's collaborative cloud platform as an additional built-in connectivity for the cloud integration capability of SAP Integration Suite. And the last roadmap item for today is matching to our today's interview topic about the SAP BTP ABAP environment. Regarding the infrastructure of SAP BTP ABAP environment, there's an upcoming availability on Google Cloud Platform based SAP BTP sub-accounts. So you will also have the choice for using SAP BTP ABAP environment on Google Cloud as hyperscaler next to the already existing Microsoft Azure and AWS. Next to this, there will be a reduction of planned maintenance windows for hotfix collection imports, which results in a minimized maintenance downtime, but that is just an extract of planned innovations for SAP BTP ABAP environment. I'm pretty sure we can get a little more preview and outlook in our interview later. So with that, as you can see, a lot of new helpful innovations planned for the upcoming weeks and months. Stay tuned. You can find more information and the links to the roadmap items in the show notes. But now let's get into the customer story of the month. This time it is about Ineco. 
Eco Holding NV is active in the energy sector for more than 100 years and provides sustainable energy solutions to 5.7 million customers and partners across the Netherlands, Belgium and the United Kingdom. They collaborated with an SAP partner called Acoral to use cloud-based integration to support green, innovative energy and services. To challenge the rapid process change in the utilities industry, Eneco needed to deploy intuitive, cutting-edge business and IT solutions in the cloud. So they decided for a cloud-first strategy for a state-of-the-art IT landscape to better support their green electricity and energy service businesses. SAP Integration Suite, as part of SAP BTP, helped them making the transition smoother, faster and more cost-effective. Ineco used the cloud integration capability within SAP Integration Suite to implement a design-to-operate process in a matter of weeks, plus making use of the standard integration content from SAP Integration Suite. This minimizes upfront investment and eliminating hardware installation costs. Through that, Ineco now has the flexibility to integrate between SAP and third-party systems more easily, including automatic monthly upgrades without the need to invest in technical monitoring. The result is that Eneco has been able to cut IT spending for integration middleware to between 50 and 60% of annual total cost of ownership. If you want to read the full story again, you can find the link in the show notes. And with that, that were the roadmap items and the customer story of the month. And as always, one thing is still left, the interview, and I know you're waiting for it, I'm waiting for it, we're all waiting for it. So let's kick off our episode's interview talk. And I'm glad to introduce my today's interview guest, Frank Jensch. So welcome, Frank, to our podcast. It's great to have you on board as my guest today, talking about SAP BTP ABOP environment. Can you please introduce yourself and give us some insights about you and your role? Yeah, hi, Niklas. Thanks for having me. It's my first podcast in this series, and I think it's also the first time where ABAP is presented here, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so my name is Frank Jensch. I'm leading the product SAP BTP ABAP environment. I'm working in the development area of BTP ABAP. I started my career at SAP 25 years ago, so it's a pretty long time, <laughs> you know. Uh, obviously, it's a good place to work. Uh, and I started in the application development area. So my first uh, project was the real estate solution. So SAP's real estate solution. I started as an uh, architect and uh, it was really a great experience for me. Uh, on the one hand side, this was great because it was simply uh, an end-to-end view on the whole development lifecycle, including uh, get the first feedback from the early customers and also giving trainings to the first customers and so on. This was really great. And on the other hand side, it was also very important for me to see the power of a platform because in these um, early times for me in my career, we had only a very small team, it was only about uh, 10 colleagues uh, working on this real estate solution. 
And only in a, a few years, we were able to ship the solution. And this was not due, um, due to that we worked harder than, than others uh, or 10 times faster. The reason was simply the platform. So we had all the other components like business partner and also technology components like, to, like printing, or records management, or also from a business perspective, uh, financial accounting, controlling. So we only, <laughs> this, this small word only needed to add the, the real estate specific things like uh, master data and rental contract and, and so on. And also this uh, kind of settlement, so this so-called um, yeah, service charge settlement, all those things. But uh, yeah, we, we could rely on this uh, powerful platform and this was um, yeah the 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 ABAP application basis uh, with with all these nice things and this was really really um, effective for us um, to build a, a whole application on top of this and this is uh, yeah uh, also some some uh, important point for me now um, to provide uh, a platform and and all these characteristics uh, what makes a platform really powerful so and after um, yeah uh, a couple of other projects in in the last 20 years um, now i'm uh, yeah part of this um, um, ABAP environment journey which we started at the beginning of uh, 2017 and uh, for this one, I also need to add one one additional remark, because uh, I think I will I will also use the term uh, steampunk <laughs> in my next uh, talk. So uh, therefore, I would like to explain it. So as uh, yeah, typically each new project, new internal project has an internal project name. And um, we used Steampunk uh, from the very first beginning. And it, of course, it was intended to be only internal, but um, then it was also well known outside of SAP and it's also uh, not, not bad. So Steampunk itself, uh, I think uh, it's also a nice Nice to know. Uh, it's um, yeah, <laughs> really uh, chosen by by intent. So steampunk is a genre of science fiction which combines uh, old uh, engines together with a with a nicely renovation and brings them in, into a new light. And this is what we are also basically are doing. We are also um, trying to. Um, to, to reuse all these uh, investments in ABAP and all these great features and um, move um, and make this available for, for cloud. And therefore, I think it's also uh, yeah, a bit of ironic, but it's uh, a nice name. So uh, be, please be not confused. Uh, if I use Steampunk, it's nothing else than the product name SAP BTP ABAP Environment. All right, so thank you for this uh, detailed explanation and also the, the definition of steampunk. This will help in the rest of the talk, I guess. And yeah, so let's start high level. Of course, ABAP plays a very fundamental role in the history of SAP, and I assume a lot of our listeners are familiar with it. But for them which aren't, can you please give us a little bit of overview and history about ABAP? Yeah, so ABAP is SAP's programming language and programming environment. It was invented to build SAP's ERP products and it's also continuously used in SAP's ERP flagship S4 HANA. Therefore, it is highly optimized to build ERP solutions. 
As a great advantage, uh, the same language can also be used by customers and partners. So this is one of the great uh, achievements and, and, and one of the greatest um, assets which we have. So because uh, in, in the, that case, we are providing all these advantages uh, with which we are using internally to build apps also to our customers and partners. So in the meanwhile, um, ABAP is uh, 40 years old, uh, but of course it's today it's not the same language like uh, 40 years back. It's also not the same language like 20 years back. Uh, 20 years back, for example, we introduced the object orientation to ABAP. 10 years back, uh, we, we introduced the um, ABAP development tools uh, for Eclipse. We did also an optimization towards HANA. And it was also our first version of the uh, Fiori-based application programming model. And uh, yeah, therefore I'm here. <laughs> Five years ago, we, we introduced Steampunk as a product, as a platform uh, to build ABAP cloud applications um, on BTP. And uh, two years back, we introduced the, the new evolution, the next uh, big thing for ABAP, which is ABAP Cloud. And I will explain this also a bit later on. So um, again, ABAP is very important uh, because as for HANA is relying on it, uh, we estimated around 80% of all business transactions worldwide are running on ABAP. So it's, it shows the relevance of ABAP and it's, uh, of course, uh, very worth to uh, look into it and to also um, get in touch with it and especially also with the new evolution of ABAP, which is ABAP Cloud. Yeah, thank you. So I think now no one has any doubts that ABAP is important in the SAP ecosystem. So... Nowadays, as you already said, a lot of companies having ABAP-based systems in their architecture, and they now try to follow the clean core strategy. How does SAP BTP ABAP environment relate to that, and what was the motivation for coming up with the ABAP environment? Yeah, let me start uh, first of all with a short explanation of the motivation of clean core at all. So if we are looking into the history and how customers are using uh, the ERP core applications like S4HANA, uh, it's very typical that customers are extending their uh, SAP solution for their own needs. So and it means that they are building so-called custom code within that system and due to the fact that uh, and this was at the very first beginning uh, a, a big advantage of of the core application that there's no real interface between the s4hana application and the custom code a customer can use each and every object which was delivered by the core application uh, this is uh, a great advantage with regard to flexibility uh, because uh, a customer could even modify the SAP code, but it was a great disadvantage for the upgrade um, of the of the core application because in that case it, it, it could be that uh, we um, improved the functionality and we adjusted the APIs and so on and so forth and it, this leads to uh, bigger upgrade projects and at the end it, uh, the, up the, the customers are doing the upgrades not really regularly. So therefore uh, the clean core 
approach comes into the game because one option in order to overcome this situation is simply to do the custom code extensions not within the system, but in a side-by-side fashion. So side-by-side means the custom code is developed next to the core application. And in order to do side-by-side extensions, you can do this with basically any kind of language, uh, with any kind of programming language, like also Node or Java. Um, But uh, uh, from my perspective, it makes totally sense to stay within the same kind of uh, programming language, which means ABAP uh, from the from the existing custom code, and to protect the customer assets and to offer an, an option to to take over this custom code and to do the side by side extensions within BTP as part of an ABAP environment. So therefore, this is the motivation um, to offer. Steampunk on BTP for ABAP um, that customers are able to transform their custom code uh, if they want to go side by side um, to their extension. So and at the end, we could simply say that uh, Steampunk is nothing else than SAP's platform as a service offering for ABAP. It enables customers to build uh, their own extensions and apps and also to run these apps within BTP, which means in the cloud. All right, thank you. So there we had it again, the Steampunk, and I stick to that. So some of our listeners may heard about embedded Steampunk. How does it relate to each other? Yeah, good point. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was also a bit confusing, but uh, one step after the other. So uh, first of all, let me recap um, again the history of Steampunk itself. So not embedded Steampunk, but Steampunk. So Steampunk history. Um, so we launched Steampunk 2018 uh, with a dedicated feature set. So uh, we... Uh, provided Steampunk not uh, 100% compatible with what we are calling now classic ABAP. So we are provided a new feature set, uh, a renovation basically. We introduced the ABAP development tools in Eclipse uh, instead of SAPGUI and so on. So it means it was a dedicated feature set um, specifically enabled for cloud. So we also optimized the ABAP language uh, for cloud. We got rid of uh, certain old language statements. So it's uh, just a subset which is optimized for cloud. So since 2018, uh, Steampunk is a successful platform as a service product um, on the one hand side and on on the other hand side uh, with regard to S4HANA public cloud, we saw an increasing demand of an on-stack developer extensibility option. So until at that point in time, uh, S4HANA public cloud offers only key user extensibility, which is also uh, nice and powerful. But, um, you know, we have our on-premise customers and they are typically extending their uh, solutions with ABAP code within the system. And there's also a partner ecosystem around this. And therefore, uh, we we had also this demand to offer uh, basically the same also for S4HANA public cloud. 
the the issue is uh, or the issue was why we couldn't offer everything which is uh, possible possible in the on-premise world because uh, for S4HANA Public Cloud, SAP is responsible to do the upgrades. And therefore, in order to have upgrades as a no event, we need to do something different and especially to provide released objects, so this uh, so-called stable interface um, towards the platform that um, upgrades will not lead to incompatible changes uh, with regard to custom code. So, and... Um, uh, the the feature set of uh, our uh, past product of Steampunk um, was perfectly suited to fulfill all the needs to introduce uh, the on-stack developer extensibility for S4HANA public cloud, and we did it. And this was, uh, at this point in time, we, we used the term embedded Steampunk because we embedded the feature set uh, which we originally introduced with Steampunk. But this was a bit confusing because um, embedding means, uh, yeah, can mean different things. So uh, it could also mean that from a commercial perspective, we just uh, bundle S4HANA now with, with the Steampunk Pass product. But this was not the case and it was also not the case that we somehow from a technical point of view add a new application server side by side uh, to the to the S4HANA public cloud offering. This was also not the case. It was just releasing the exact same feature set of Steampunk also for S4HANA public cloud in order to do on-stack developer extensibility. So in order to avoid this kind of confusion and, and uh, yeah, Steampunk is also not an official product name, um, we decided uh, to give them another name and the other name is now simply ABAP Cloud. So it's very important to understand that ABAP Cloud is the new development model which was originally introduced with Steampunk but which is now available for all S4HANA um, releases, so for all S4HANA product flavors. So uh, it's available for on-premise, for private cloud, and also for public cloud edition of S4HANA. So therefore, it's very important, and it's also very important to mention it's not a special snowflake that we invented something for for only for BTP, only for side-by-side -side development. So it's available for all the different editions of S4HANA, and therefore, if you get in touch with it, if you learn these different uh, characteristics of ABAP Cloud, you can apply this knowledge uh, independent of whether you are doing side-by-side -side development on BTP or if you are developing something um, on stack in S4HANA. So therefore, uh, yeah, get in touch with it. Uh, it's very valuable uh, in different products. Yeah, thank you for explaining the differentiation between these two um, approaches. So let's come back to the SAP BTP above environment. Which target group or personas is mainly focused with it? So for the daily work, are it developers, administrators, business users? Would be good when you can bring some light into that. Yeah, thanks for that question. So basically all personas are relevant, um, but uh, the, the most important persona is of course the developer because Steampunk is a platform as a service offering and we are providing a um, development platform. So the developer is, is our key persona, but 
um, the business user is of course also very important because we want to enable the developers to build extensions and applications uh, yeah, in a user with user-friendly UIs. And therefore, it's, it's important to provide the right tools for our developers that they are able to do the right things for their business users. And uh, if it comes to user-friendly UIs, it's uh, important, as, as I mentioned, that we uh, position Steampunk to build extensions to S4HANA, um, that we are also using the same UI approach, the same uh, UX, which is also used for, for S4HANA. Um, and therefore, we are completely relying on, on Fiori, for example. And um, therefore, uh, we, I think we can really achieve uh, this goal that uh, apps which are built on top of Steampunk um, are very uh, tightly integrated uh, from a, even from a UI perspective to the S4HANA UIs. Um, and the, the third persona, so the administrator, is also very important for us because uh, Steampunk provides options to provision uh, a system landscape. And this is typically in the responsibility of an administrator to set up the system landscape, to set up connectivity, to set up um, the identity and access management, to find uh, respective business roles and so on. So therefore, also the, the administrator is a very important persona for Steampunk. Yeah, thanks for explaining the differentiation between the personas, but let's stick to the developers. So which tools and frameworks can the developer use when working inside or with the ABAP environment? Yeah, that's a very good point because ABAP, uh, ABAP Cloud is not only a language, um, but, but uh, a tool set and a whole development model. So and therefore, we are also providing a, a lot of tools. So first of all, it starts with the HANA database. And more precisely, Steampunk comes uh, yeah, automatically with a HANA Cloud instance. Furthermore, from a, a development environment perspective, we are providing the ABAP development tools in Eclipse for the ABAP development and for the UI development, we are relying on the SAP Fiori tools. If we are looking within the ABAP stack, within Steampunk, we are providing this uh, yeah, famous um, ABAP application programming model so in short rap so and rap uh, comes with um, yeah cds views so core data services and um, all these uh, very well established data dictionary objects like database tables domains um, and so on and uh, the the goal um, for developer uh, is within Steampunk to build uh, OData services. So this is basically the, the external interface. So with the help of RAP, uh, developer builds OData services and uh, with the help of the SAP UI tools, with the Fiori tools, um, the UI is then generated on top of the OData service. There's also one um, specific feature uh, in Steampunk, we also providing, uh, which is called um, Code Vulnerability Analyzer. It helps to, to analyze even the on-premise code towards uh, yeah, security issues. So it's a static code analysis and it comes also together with the ABAP test cockpit and 
even with steampunk, it's possible to analyze um, on-premise code and to perform ATC runs of the on-premise code uh, through steampunk. And within the steampunk system, the results, the findings are visualized. All right, so we already covered a lot of things like tooling and which personas and all that kind of things. So can you please give us two typical use cases for the ABOP environment? Of course, on the high level without all the details. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a good point because, uh, you, you know, with, with regard to side-by-side -side extensions and on-stack extensions, it's very, very important uh, also to have a, a better picture about the use cases. So um, if it comes to use cases, first of all, uh, we see for customers, uh, the typical side-by-side -side scenarios with, with all these advantages to decouple the release cycle um, from the core application and also to onboard new user groups which should not be onboarded to the core application but uh, which should be onboarded to the side-by-side -side application in order to reduce the load um, of the core application. So these are the, the typical use cases on the customer side. For partners, so this is our uh, second uh, cluster, for partners it's completely different because customers want to develop their own solutions for their customers yeah, in order to get money. And for partners it's therefore important to develop multi-tenancy SaaS applications for their customers and um, here the, the multi-tenancy uh, is, is very important, the multi-tenancy support and multi-tenancy is supported by Steampunk and even extensions uh, on customer side of these um, developed applications are supported. So it means even a customer of a partner can extend the partner's solution in a multi-tenancy fashion uh, with additional fields or custom logic. So this is, this is um, also supported by Steampunk. And I would also like to use this uh, chance, if we are talking about uh, use cases, to explain a bit our um, yeah, so-called premium engagement model with customers and partners. So uh, although we are um, a development organization and there are other offerings of, uh, of uh, other SAP areas, departments um, to help customers uh, on their cloud journey. We are providing uh, this premium customer engagement, by the way, for free in order to support customers and partners with their journey on top of Steampunk. So we are offering um, common sessions uh, in order to discuss the scenarios, the use cases, whether it's really a side-by-side -side case and what does it mean, what are the implications um, of having the custom code in a side-by-side -side fashion and also clarify the, the first questions around um, our, our RESTful application programming model and others. So it's a very well-received program according to our experience and uh, of course, uh, at the very first beginning of uh, uh, 2018, it was also uh, a good thing um, yeah, to, to mitigate some, some missing functionality, to be honest, and uh, to discuss um, yeah, such questions together with the customers and partners. And um, last but not least, we are also offering a monthly customer and partner roundtable 
where uh, also potential customers uh, can take part on it and can ask questions. And we are regularly uh, providing and demoing new features which we are delivering. All right, thanks for sharing and giving me and our listeners a little bit more of an idea how to use the ABOP environment. So we're in half of our interviews, so let's make a very short and fast fact game if you want. As a small power break. Um, I am giving you three small questions like coffee or energy drink, and you just tell us your choice. Do you want to play this power break game with me? Yeah, let's try it. <laughs> All right, then first one, biking or walking? Walking. Okay, the second one, films or series? Mm, series. All right, and the last one, smartwatch or classic watch? Smartwatch. All right, so thanks. Let's come back to our interview. The SAP BDP ABAP environment is one of three environments inside of SAP BDP, next to the Cloud Foundry and the Chemo one. How do these three environments relate to each other and how does the architecture of SAP BDP ABAP environment look like? Can we find processes like an ABAP dispatcher, a dialog work process or an NQ service as in the on-premise ABAP platform? Yeah, that's a very interesting question and it was uh, highly discussed at the very first beginning at the project start. Uh, we had a lot of debates uh, how to uh, represent these these components on, for example, on a, on a Cloud Foundry infrastructure. And um, at the end, we decided to, to stay with these uh, components like Web Dispatcher, NQ Server and, and App Server. And, um, uh, and integrating these components um, into, first of all, it was the, the Cloud Foundry environment at the project start. And in the meanwhile, we um, did a complete migration to Kubernetes on Gardener. So Steampunk runs today completely on uh, Gardener on Kubernetes. So, so it means all these components um, do exist and, and we had good experiences um, with, with this decision because um, the, the, the question at the very first beginning was, should we invent something completely new with regard to ABAP and maybe also a completely different flavor of ABAP? And I think the, the decision was right to, to, to choose an evolutionary approach um, to, to reuse these components because what we see today we are living in a hybrid world uh, with S4HANA and with also different S4HANA editions uh, so therefore I think it was a good decision to stay with exact these components because um, this gives you also the yeah the guarantee that you can reuse the experiences uh, and you you know the the characteristics of these components better if you if you reuse um, this one but of course we we optimize these components further to, to better uh, fit into the the hyperscaler vms and so on um, so therefore yeah again we we stay with all these components um, but we optimize this towards cloud all right so Let's let's stick a bit to the technical details. Um, so, of course, inside of BTP, there are a couple of different services like integration suite, destination service, application logging service, and of course, a lot of more. Does the ABAP environment integrate with the other services of BTP? Yes. So it was a very important goal uh, from the project start. 
uh, from the beginning that we really, really uh, integrate within BTP, not just move it uh, somehow <laughs> into BTP. So, so first of all, it starts with the integration into the BTP cockpit. Of course, we, we are uh, available in the cockpit. You will provision a new system as a, as a, a new service instance uh, using BTP cockpit. And um, um, yeah, regarding your question uh, about usage of BTP services, we are completely relying on the identity service. So if you authenticate to a steampunk system, it goes uh, through the IS. So uh, using the, the settings, the trust settings of the sub-account. So this is mandatory. So there's also no, no other uh, uh, option. So we are supporting the destination service uh, for, for connectivity. And we are also supporting the, the usage of work zone for launchpad ex, uh, aspects, but also uh, process automation. We have a um, convenient API wrapper in order to trigger workflows from, from within the Steampunk system. So all these services are integrated and uh, we have also a uh, wrapper API um, to integrate forms by Adobe. So yes, um, we have uh, a lot of integration to those services where it makes sense. Well, there are also cases, maybe application log, so where we have also a very well-established, powerful real service within Steampunk. And uh, here we do not see the need to, to integrate with the BTP service, but this is only one, one small example where, uh, where we're still using the, the existing one in the Steampunk stack. Yeah, great. That's how a platform like BTP should work, right? So as BTP is a platform as a service offering in the cloud, the topic of CICD is getting very important in modern software development projects. So what possibilities do I have with the ABAP environment when it comes in direction of CICD? Yeah, customers can automate their lifecycle management processes with Piper pipelines. We are providing templates. Uh, for, for these pipelines and partners can use the so-called landscape portal. The landscape portal is an application which comes automatically with the Steampunk license and um, the landscape portal supports partners to build their products on top of Steampunk. So they can build uh, products for their SaaS solutions um, to provide the, uh, a service to their customers um, and we also plan that partners can build uh, so-called installable products which will be installed into the customer system. So and in order to build such a product, we are also making use of the CI/CD service of BTP. So it means the landscape portal um, provides, yeah, I would call it a wizard, which simplifies the steps to Uh, to build a product uh, with the help of the BTP CI/CD service. All right, thanks for sharing this. So I assume we have a very less talks since a couple of months without the topic of AI. So we know AI will play a bigger role in businesses of the future, especially the use of Gen AI and LLMs had changed that area. So SAP is also looking into that with several approaches. And are there any plans to influence other projects or the SAP BDB ABAP environment through AI? Yes, of course. So we, we plan new generative AI capabilities for developers. We, we plan to offer 
a system prompt library to build ABAP cloud apps, including uh, unit tests and also test data generation. And maybe you saw this uh, showcase at the uh, TechEd last year, so in a developer keynote, there, there was a preview of um, how, to how to generate a, a RAP BO uh, completely based off such a system prompt. So this is exactly what what we are targeting. So and um, yeah, as I as I mentioned, also this uh, this, this transformation from classic ABAP towards ABAP Cloud, and there's a lot of uh, existing custom code in the on-prem world of our customers. So we have also this this great opportunity to use generative AI. Uh, to explain the existing code and also to review and troubleshoot uh, the existing code in order to support the code transformation better with generative AI. So these are definitely topics in this calendar year. Yeah, awesome. So when we're already talking about some new innovations on the horizon, so let's have a little bit of preview to that. So do you want to give us a little bit of preview or overview about the upcoming uh, updates for the ABAP environment. So what are your top three upcoming innovations? <laughs> it's, it's hard to, to choose only, only three because we are delivering uh, 30 to 50 uh, new features per quarterly release. But to, to mention three of them, uh, you, you already mentioned uh, what we are calling zero downtime management. So this is really important for us to get rid of the plant uh, maintenance windows if we are doing upgrades of the platform. So we want to uh, reduce this to, to basically zero. Zero means uh, only a, a few minutes. Um, so this is from my perspective, the, the most important thing uh, for the for the for the next quarters, so zero downtime ma management. The next topic is um, is installable product. So what I mentioned uh, in the in the sense of uh, landscape portal. Um, so we want to enable partners that they build a product which can be installed in a customer system. So this is my topic number two and number three. Um, so the the scale out. Um, Uh, behavior is also very important for us that customers and partners can define that their ABAP system should be scaled out automatically in case of um, higher load. Uh, for example, if, if uh, several thousands of uh, users are using the Fluor UIs, that the system is automatically adding more application servers and also uh, reducing them after this uh, peak load. So these are my top three Uh, innovations planned uh, in the next one and two quarters. Yeah, great. And of course, I can highly recommend to have a look into the SAP Roadmap Explorer for further details. But yeah, so let's come to the next question. I know that your area or the ABAP environment area is very active with a couple of activities like blogs, LinkedIn posts and more. So where can our listeners find more information about the ABAP environment, where they can get started or upskill themselves? So of course, we can put the related links in the show notes. Yeah, first of all, I would recommend the SAP Discovery Center where you can find the ABAP environment And uh, second, the, the product page of Steampunk, so our product page on help.sub.com. And here on this landing page, you can find the links to the roadmap and, and also to the, to the online documentation and all these things. 
we are providing uh, around 100 tutorials, especially for the ABAP RESTful application programming model, connectivity and those things. So um, all these uh, topics, all this information can be found on the uh, product page. And last but not least, not directly related to steampunk, but uh, I mentioned the uh, um, the birthday of, of ABAP, <laughs> so 40 years old. So there's a really nice video if you uh, are new to ABAP and if you would like to bit, uh, better understand the, the history and what it means today. So there's a very nice video about this birthday and you can just uh, search uh, on, on YouTube and there's uh, a video ABAP 40. Uh, you you will find it. Uh, this uh, is what I would like to recommend. Yeah, I fully agree. That video is really awesome. So thank you, Frank, for sharing all these details and answering all my questions. We're now already approaching the end of the podcast. At the end of the podcast, we always ask our podcast guests for recommendations. So can you recommend a tech-related book or movie to our listeners? And if you have a recommendation, why do you think it's good? Yeah, so I would like to recommend <laughs> the the virtual sessions uh, from our last ticket. So I, I watched also um, a couple of them and it was really inspiring and also uh, yeah, looking into new topics. Uh, so because, uh, you know, BTP is a... As a, as a very big platform with, with a, a lot of services and um, I found a, a lot of new and very interesting information. So again, I would like to recommend the virtual sessions of our last ticket. All right. Thank you. And with this, we're at the end of our first episode of the year 2024 episode number 103 of SAP BDP Talk. I would really like to thank you again for tuning in and staying till the very end. Big thanks again to Frank Jentsch being my interview guest today. Yeah, thanks Niklas uh, for having me. It was a pleasure to me uh, to answer all these questions. And by the way, I was really impressed about these questions because uh, it gives me the opportunity to, to really present uh, steampunk in, in all these different flavors. So it was a very broad uh, focus, uh, very broad aspects of steampunk. So thank you very much uh, for having me. Yeah, thanks. I really enjoyed it. So. Yeah, and if you have any questions or feedback, please let us know on our social media channels or drop us an email at platformtalks at sap.com. We're always open-minded for your input. So when you like the podcast, we would love if you shared with your tech friends, colleagues and family. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating and review. And with that, my name is Niklas Sima and I'm happy that I were your host today, recording from the SAP headquarters in Waldorf, Germany. Talk to you in one of the next episodes. Until then, keep listening, keep learning and apt, keep growing. Cheers and bye-bye.